Welcome to Better Health with Dr. Lucas, an internal medicine physician with over 20 years of experience, both as a hospital-based physician and in private practice. On this podcast, we'll help you take control of your health by educating you on various medical conditions, and we'll discuss current medical topics in the news. And we promise you won't have to be a medical professional to understand. Plus, we'll help you get the most out of your medical experiences. Whether it's a typical visit to the doctor or the dreaded trip to the hospital, you'll learn what to do and how to save money along the way. Now, let the conversation begin. Welcome to Better Health with Dr. Lucas. I'm your host, Dr. Lucas. I thought since the holiday season was upon us, I would discuss some tips for better health during the holidays, and not just during the holidays, but throughout the year. It's about this time of year that gyms start advertising um, things that we can do for weight loss and weight loss membership and weight loss equipment, that kind of thing. And I thought I would start uh, early. We don't have to wait until the beginning of the year. In fact, a lot of people get into that groove, you know, first of the year, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then by two to three weeks in, a majority of those people um, slack off. So I figured, why not discuss some tips that we can use now, even during the holidays and carry on throughout the year? First of all, I start by telling patients we set some basic ground rules and go from there. Most importantly, I always tell patients just accept that you're going to have some mishaps, uh, but you should always just kind of pick up where you left off and start over. So we'll start with a few tips. First of all, simple things we can do like stopping drinking uh, sodas. Sodas have a lot of calories and sugar that, you know, avoiding drinking a soda with every meal, drink water, even drink tea. You can drink it with um, no sweetener or an artificial sweetener. That's another discussion. But uh, a starting. Another key thing I tell patients that they can do is get rid of those temptations around the house. We all have our little tendencies for chips or pastries or ice cream, all those little things um, that you know, if you remove them from the house, they aren't around to distract you or catch you at a weak moment. I tell patients that if if you can not have those things convenient for you to access, then, you know, if you are craving, you have to go get it. And in the process of having to go get it, you have time to think about what you're doing. So, Maybe late night you're watching a movie and you want ice cream, but it's not there. So are you going to go to the store? You're definitely going to have to think about it. And so 
that can definitely help out. Another thing is replacing some of those temptations with healthier items. Replace the cookies and candies with things like fruit, nuts, and even vegetables if you eat them. These things can help curve uh, craving and even help to fill you up if you're feeling hungry. Another point, don't eat after 8 o'clock. For the average person, the next major activity after 8 p.m. is sleep. So by completing your last meal before 8 p.m., this gives you time to digest your food and actually move around some to help burn some of the calories so that they don't just become stored and convert to fat. Another tip is not skipping meals. A lot of people think that if they just eat one meal a day or maybe eat breakfast and eat dinner, um, they can lose weight. And actually, these people tend to gain more weight because when you starve yourself, you basically eat more than you normally would. And a lot of times um, you're more subject to those cravings in between and patients don't always realize, well, maybe you didn't eat lunch until uh, two o'clock and you didn't have breakfast, but what did you have in between? Probably had a donut or, you know, croissant and you snacked on some chips or candy or whatever um, by eating uh, at least, you know, we say five to six meals per day. Uh, that doesn't mean that you're sitting down with the plate full of food, with you know, fork and knife. Uh, but it might mean something like having um, a shake, a protein shake for breakfast or having some fruit and toast for breakfast and then maybe snacking on fruit or nuts in between and having a sandwich and a vegetable uh, for lunch and then, you know, having a healthy snack in between lunch and dinner, like maybe some almonds or some apple slices, something of that nature. The idea being you're just kind of priming your system so that you're not feeling hungry and then you're not eating so much that you have large insulin spikes, which can make you take in more calories at one time. Also, drinking water is very important. Water can help you to feel full sooner, as well as just having other general health benefits in itself. Also, moving around, getting some exercise uh, is helpful, not just in feeling better, but if your goal is losing weight, um, 
30 minutes of exercise at least three times per week is highly beneficial. I always explain to patients that the more components you can add on to help burn calories, the better your plan will be. If you modify your diet by cutting back on portions and cutting back on those unhealthy items, that's one step. But adding exercise is another component that can be quite essential to helping with weight loss as well as just overall health. For some patients I see who have chronic problems like diabetes or hypertension, I explain to them that exercise uh, with subsequent loss of 5 to 10 pounds could have a major impact on what they have to do for their chronic health issues. I've had some patients who were able to stop taking some of their diabetes medications. I've had some patients who've been able to go down on the dosages of their blood pressure medications. I've even had some patients that converted from being um, medication-controlled diabetes to being diet-controlled. In those instances, the patients lost weight and modified their diet and they were actually um, not having to take medication to control their, their diabetes. Cutting back on carbohydrate intake also is very important, especially when it comes to weight loss. Um, you know, I tell patients, think about things like fruit uh, and juices and breads, you know, pastries. All those things can pack on a lot of carbs. Uh, Sometimes with exercise, patients will have a higher carbohydrate intake, like maybe with a fruit shake or maybe having some fruit beforehand. Uh, And in those instances, that's a good source of quick energy. But as far as just constantly eating, um, especially things like the breads, the pastries, and so forth, uh, those will cause you to pack on a lot more calories. And um, as far as weight loss is concerned, it will definitely cause you to pack on the pounds. So cutting back in general is a good thing. For people who are actually trying to lose weight, um, one tool that I found to be quite valuable in the weight loss arsenal um, is something called intermittent fasting. I personally um, have tried this. I personally have used this and it has been quite helpful in helping with weight loss. So with intermittent fasting, you have a scheduled window for your eating and for your fasting. Uh, Basically, you have a set number of hours where you eat your meals 
and during the other time you fast. So for example, I'm doing what's called a 16-8 hour fast where my eating window is eight hours. So typically between 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. I eat. Basically, I skip breakfast, but I have water or tea or coffee uh, during the morning. And then my first meal is typically about one o'clock. Between the hours of one o'clock and eight o'clock, I have lunch and dinner. And if I want to snack on something in between, I can, but it's within that eight hour window. Then from 8 p.m. to one o'clock the next day, I'm in a fasting state. When you think about it, it's not technically as bad as it sounds because under most circumstances between the hours of, say, 10 o'clock and mm, about 7 or 6 the next morning, I'm sleeping. So um, I'm sleeping during the majority of that, that fasting time. And I must say it is an adjustment. So I tell patients, you know, you basically kind of build up your tolerance. Uh, I found that when I first started doing this, I would be fairly hungry in the morning. Yeah, I was used to having breakfast in the morning. I'd have like a a croissant and maybe a an egg, like an omelet um, with coffee. And uh, I stopped doing that. Um, and I got to a point where, you know, I felt hungry, sort of, but I was able to work through it. And finally, I got to the point where I could go from 8 p.m. to 1 p.m., sometimes even longer. It seems like if I'm busy, I don't even think about it, but I I make my coffee and, uh, you know, I would say if you're going to work or whatever, if you have to just prepare, you know, you can have a snack, have a, a f- some sliced fruit or something uh, or some nuts just in case of emergency. Uh, but the goal is to try and, and go uh, for that time frame uh, without eating. And some people do like I'm doing 16, eight. Some people, uh, will do like 12 and 12, uh, which I started out doing that initially and kind of worked my way up to the 16, eight hour fast. Uh, even after I had started for a while, I found that during my fasting phase, if I had time in the morning, I would work out and I could do that with no problems. Um, I noticed that before I had been doing this for a while, if I worked out uh, without eating something, I just didn't feel good. But my as my tolerance built up, I found that I could exercise for like 30, 45 minutes and do fine. And so by adding that on, 
I can actually burn even more calories. So, uh, you know, it's a good thing. Also, getting sleep. You should get at least seven to eight hours of sleep per night. And, uh, you know, people don't realize that not sleeping is stressful on the body and it can alter your hormone levels, which can cause you to gain weight. Um, you know, and also just resting is, is healthy for the body. So as we get older, we really need our rest. And I'm sure most people have realized the difference, um, you know, as they age, if they, um, don't get sleep, you know, how it affects them the next day. So just overall, you know, it's a good idea to get a decent night's sleep. Drinking is a another calorie filled activity. Cut back on some of the holiday cheer. Uh, but just knowing that alcohol can cause you to pack on extra calories as well. Fast foods, probably one of the biggest hurdles for most of us because fast food is so easily available and it's always there when we didn't, you know, pack a lunch or when for whatever reason we're starving you know, there's always a drive through waiting to take our money. And, you know, the process stuff is just not healthy uh, at all in general. I mean, I know we all at one point or another will succumb to, uh, you know, eating out at a fast food place. But uh, just in general, trying to cut back on that uh you know, some people go fast food every day for lunch, you know. So if you make your lunch, uh, you know, four days out of the week, uh, that is a step in the right direction in terms of being a little bit healthier. Uh, and, you know, if you want to lose weight, definitely helping with weight loss. Then my last point on my list of things is something I call SWH shopping while hungry do not go to the grocery store when you are hungry I can personally attest to doing this on several occasions and knowing you know on reflection I bought a whole bunch of stuff that I knew I didn't need to buy uh, but, you know, my stomach was growling and I was looking at things and, you know, my my stomach told my brain, hey, get those chips, you know, get that candy. You know, it doesn't help that uh, the last stop in the checkout line, you always look to your right. There's, you know, all kinds of candy and, uh, you know gums and just unhealthy stuff sitting there 
waiting, you know, hey, you didn't get it, you know, when you were in the back of the store, but you can get it here. So uh, that's there for a reason. And, you know, avoid that. So um, in closing, I have some general tips such as having reminders present. Um, I'm constantly saying to patients, get a whiteboard that you can post on a wall or even a magnetic one to put on the fridge and put a schedule on there. Um, you know, work out three times a week, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, you know, make a meal plan, uh, but have it visible. So you have a reminder to see, okay, this is my plan for Monday. I'm going to do this on Wednesday. Um, that helps to reinforce things once you, you know, start your, your week or your day, uh, by seeing those things, it's, it's, uh, not as easy to forget. Also, um, you know, if you go to a gym, keep a gym bag in the car. I got into the practice of packing a gym bag, uh, and keep it in my trunk no matter what. So I have a change of clothes. I have my gym shoes and I can go to work. And afterwards I can go to the gym without going home. And sometimes if I get a big enough break during the day, I might go to the gym in the morning. Uh, the idea being I can go work out without distraction because, you know, I'm sure most of you can attest to you go home and it's all over, you know, going home after a work day thinking, oh, you're going to go back out to gym or whatever is not that likely to happen. So um, just having having things convenient uh, and accessible for you to go and and get, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes in. Uh, it makes it that much more likely that you can stick to your routine. Also, um, just thinking for the long run, you know, I, I say to patients, uh, a healthy lifestyle, weight loss, uh, exercising, you know, it's a marathon. It's, it's not a sprint. So um, you have to think about things that way. Uh, if you have a, a setback, just regroup and move on uh, and know that that's going to happen. But all too many times, patients will get discouraged and just stop. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I went on a vacation. I came back and I haven't uh, been to the gym and, you know, I'm just not going to I can't do it. You don't do that. You know, you, you know stop maybe for your trip or whatever, but go back. And I tell patients, you know, also sometimes I may have a low energy day, but I make up in my mind that I'm going to work out. And even if I go to the gym and instead of working out for um, 30 or 45 minutes, I work out 20 minutes. Or even if I go and I work out for 30 minutes, maybe I'm not, uh, working out, you know, high intensity. Uh, but the fact that I'm working out 
that's that's half the battle. You know, if you get to the gym and start moving, that is half of the battle. So uh, just kind of, you know, pushing, pushing yourself. Uh, like I said, reminding yourself uh, you can do it. And during the holidays, um, for everybody, it's a tough time because everybody's celebrating and there's always food and festivities. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, but, you know, just kind of do things in moderation and try to get a little exercise in. Even during the holidays, if you can't do three times a week, you know, try to get two times uh, a weekend. Um and then if you can't do 30 minutes, you know, if it's 20 minutes, sometimes you can modify, you know, sometimes I can't go to the gym. So I might do a 15 minute or 20 minute workout at the house. Uh, there's also routines uh, for something called high intensity training, which uh, blocks of uh, anywhere from seven to 15 minutes where you work out at a little more intense pace, but it's a shorter period of time. So there's many different options uh, to get things moving and kind of keep them going. Uh, You just have to be patient and push forward. And that's all I have for today. Until next time, I wish you better health. Thanks for listening to Better Health with Dr. Lucas. If you've learned something on this podcast, please share it with a friend so they can learn too. And if you're looking to enjoy healthcare the way it should be, visit the QLMD Direct Primary Care website at qlmddpc.com. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Better Health with Dr. Lucas.